Chances are your home is the most valuable thing you'll ever buy. And the most valuable thing you'll ever sell, too. Don't make important real estate decisions on your own. Get advice you can trust. Listening to the Dan Jennis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner, Dan Jemis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show on this uh, Sunday morning. Rain, no rain. Rain, no rain. Let's see what happens. I think early, early rain, and I think we're going to be fine. You think we'll be fine? Yep. That's Sean's call. Sean LeBlanc in studio with me today. We have Andrew Paper, who is, uh, who's in studio, but he's working this morning. It's our first time uh, broadcasting our show uh, live online through video. So obviously, we're live on the radio. We're live on AM 800 this morning. But uh, you can also find us um, broadcasting the show through video, through Facebook, uh, if you go to our Dan Jemis uh, Real Estate Team's Facebook page, on our personal pages, uh, if you go to our website at danjemis.com slash AM800, so how ugly we are this morning. So I think I look great this morning. I you, shaved. You shaved this morning, just yep. specifically for this uh, for this broadcast. I wore pants. So, and you wore, <laughs> wore pants this morning. So people can't see below our waist, so we're okay. Okay. Right? Next time, shoes. no pants. But gotcha. No pants. We'll do a show with no pants. Boy, boy. That would not be good. So... Uh, yes, you can find us online. Go right to Facebook uh, forward slash um, Dan Gemma's team. Yes, thank you, Andrew. AM800. That's the easiest way, right, Andrew? So there you go. Lots coming up on the uh, on the show this morning. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Look, look at my magic book. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, oh, yes, why investors are coming to Windsor-Essex. What are they looking for? Right? So, Sean, you're working with lots of investors. We're going to get your take on that as well. Um, and uh, we have some uh, open cave in open houses. Can we or can we not? We are not try on their clothes. Yes, can we try on their clothes? No, you cannot try on etiquette and uh, how best to uh, to handle uh, those situations. Definitely, always fun. It's, it's a question we get quite a bit. Eh? Shall we walk, walking through? Uh, well, the, guess, the the biggest one is should I or should I not? Time. So we'll talk a bit about that. But yes. So, so somebody gave you some time off. Who was it? Um, That's very rare. My wife. Your wife. <laughs> no, she. I think she demanded a day off. Yes, no doubt. And so on my day off, it was right into the bathroom downstairs yeah. to uh, to basically get it refinished. So I came out of retirement for a day and a half to to get our our bathroom renovation started. So it was funny. The biggest thing uh, we talked about was you know what should we do? Should we do a really nice bathtub? Sure. Uh, should we do a custom shower? Should we do just an insert shower? So the the question was, it was almost, you know, who cares what we really want? You know, what's going to, what we really wanted? Because, I mean, if it came down to, to my wife, we would have put a bathtub in for sure. Sure. But, uh, I, you know, when it comes to resale, I, we thought, you know, a nice custom shower would obviously be the best. Um, it's almost like stones on the bottom. Yes. So what tiles we're going to put put in so this was just like i'm going to be uh going out of town next week so she's trying to get someone to come in to do the drywall and surprise me <laughs> while i'm gone so things done all the electricals done uh the showers framed the closets are framed so everything's ready to go okay so you say drywall done to surprise you so you obviously so is this happening and do you know about it obviously know about it well uh, my wife thinks it's hilarious to uh to pay someone to come in to do things that i can clear where i go i can guarantee that something's going to get done uh that i could easily do while i'm away so if that's the drywall then i mean i'm not really that that turned in 
it takes uh, it takes a long time to get perfect. So how does it feel to put your tool belt back on? Oh man, like so my hands are all cut up. I feel like uh, like a grizzly old uh, old man. So I need to go get a. I feel like I need to go get a manicure. So, so for those who don't know, Sean um, has been a contractor for many years. Yep. Now you've been selling real estate for many years as well, but you've been doing contracting work on the side. And when he joined the team, you know his life changed because we said, Sean, we don't really have time for that yeah. here. We're very busy. We're a very busy team. Extremely busy. Yeah, and uh, so you got to, you know, put your tool belt aside, and so he did. And it's been like, you've been with us since last August. Yeah, so, so I, I haven't good. done, I really haven't done anything since last summer. So it was, uh, it was. I mean, it was It was fun for, for just a short time, but, you know, I, I, and then you open up a wall, and all of a sudden, you know, the, the whole game changes when it's either load-bearing or there's electrical there or... Uh, Heating and cooling and those kind of things. That's the one thing we find um, since we bought Doobies back uh, last January is people are coming in, obviously, doing their, their middle of renovations. And renovations is a whole different animal, yep. you know? And we also have Gemma's home, so we're building new houses. Um, but renovations, you know, it's when you quote somebody, first of all, it's impossible because until you remove that floor, until you remove that wall, like you say, you're going to come into some situations where it's just not going to... Yeah, and you, you don't know... You know, you don't know what those things are going to entail. Yeah. And you don't know what the, the last guy did. You know, so uh, we had we had bought a rental house. This is a really good example. And the bathroom was functional. It was working. So we said, okay, you know what? We'll leave the bathroom. And we'll, we, we gutted the whole rest of the basement. And uh, about six months later, there was uh, like sewer gas coming up from the uh, bathtub. So we did some investigating and they had not put a P-trap in the uh, bathtub so oh. there was nothing preventing the sewer gas from coming up so we started trying to take apart that plumbing and we realized that they had not abs glued any of the joints for any of the plumbing in that bathroom oh. so we we basically had to gut the bathroom and start over but yeah perfect example of you know if if it looks like you know a couple things are done wrong or botched chances are the entire thing is done wrong and that's the same thing. When we go through houses, we look for red flags. So yep. if uh, if someone has done some electrical wrong, if the trim looks really off, if the flooring is not quite done up to spec, if it looks like you know somebody has done something and they don't know what they're doing, that's just an indicator that you know there might be more that we have to worry about. So whenever we're looking, you know, I always look and I say, okay, you know, we point out the little things. Like this is something we want to keep an eye on. Because it could be a precursor for, for more things that are done incorrect. Sure. Great information. There you go. Okay. So let's uh, take a break. What do you say when we come back? Let's talk about uh, you know the folks coming in from out of town. They're buying investment properties right now in our market. Oh, yeah. Big right? time. Prices have gone up. People are saying, you know, hey, Dan, does it make sense to buy investment properties right now? The the real estate values are going through the roof. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about what people are looking for when they're looking for investment properties. Yep. And uh, that and lots more. We also, later on in the show, have uh, some open house etiquette. People are often asking us what to do when they're in an open house or if they're going through the house with their realtor. 
you know, what can they do? Should they be opening a closet door? Should they not be opening a closet door? That kind of stuff. We'll talk about that and lots more right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. I want answers, people. Whether you're the buyer or the seller, the right choice in real estate starts with the right choice in a realtor. Perhaps your forum will have some of the answers. Meet the team at DanJemis.com. This is the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Welcome back to the show at 7:22 this uh, this morning, and we are broadcasting live. It's our first shot. It's our first try at uh, not only broadcasting live right here on AM 800, but also broadcasting live uh, through video online on our on our Facebook page and also on our website. Uh, you can go right to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team's Facebook page to uh, to see some video of our ugly mugs, or you can go online at uh, danjemis.com forward slash AM 800. And good morning to. Uh, to Deborah Johnson, who's uh, who's watching online and who made a comment from the states. So good morning, Deborah. Thank you for listening and watching this morning. Apparently, it's funny to hear us live and watch us. But yes, so we're happy you're watching and, and hearing us live, uh, Deborah. So um, okay, let's talk about what's happening in the market right now. A lot of people are coming in from out of town and they're buying income properties. We've actually the team has sold quite a few this past week. Oh, for sure. What's happening, Sean? Why is it happening? So, I, I mean, I guess what I hear from a lot of people is, you know, Windsor's finally been uh, been found. So we've been this, this little secret for a long time. And don't get me wrong, I think there's always been investment from uh, from Toronto and other areas yeah. because the, the prices have always been so cheap. I mean, we're the one of the few areas where uh, our university in particular has been built around an area where the housing prices are probably lowest, you know, in Ontario. So there's always been a strong presence around uh, the university as far as uh, student rentals go. But what we're seeing right now is there's a big push for you know single-family housing, duplex, multi-units. Yes. And the big reason is, is as our market increases and as we get stronger, our rental market increases as well. So, I mean, at one time, we were running with, uh, you know, uh, vacancy rates, you know, in the teens, like, you know, 13, 14, 15%. Yeah. And what we've seen is those have, you know, those have dropped dramatically. Yep. So where you used to be able to get a house, you know, a decent house for eight, 900 bucks a month, uh, you're finding you almost have to spend like 11 or 1200 bucks to get the same type of housing. So what that does is that obviously puts a lot more emphasis on what people are renting and, and vacancy rates and then demand. So we have these out of town investors coming in to basically capitalize on that so that's where we're not seeing. a bad thing and i mean if you know i can come down here and pick up a single family house still for under 100 grand yes you know if i'm in toronto or hamilton or ottawa or any of these other markets even london i mean it just doesn't exist to be able to pick up property that cheap where i can still get it rented and make money and that's what it basically comes down to like even you know in, in toronto the ability to to make money off of an income property is you know, it's it's just not quite there. They're no. not, you know, they're, they're the returns talk, to uh, the to returns vote. not there. Yeah. So a big thing they talk about is, uh, you know, cap rates. Like how much how much money am I actually making off this property? And you, you'll find that those rates are are some of the highest in Windsor. And I mean, questions we get all the time, like how you know, with the prices so high, is it a good time to invest? And sure. I would say it's it, it's never a bad time to invest because you know, ask the people a year ago when the market started getting strong. You know, I'm not going to pay these outrageous prices nope. for these houses. And now a year later, when things continue to uh, increase, 
you know, those those same guys are, you know, they're kicking themselves. They should have jumped on something sooner. Real estate remains one of the safest investments. Oh, for sure. That you can work with, right? You know, we, we've had uh, investment properties. Um, now, we sold ours, our, our residential investment properties with the market. But you bet when the market goes back down again, you know, we're going to ride the wave. So it's a wave you ride. Oh, for right? sure. Um, and we were lucky. We had great tenants for years and years and years. Um, and one of our tenants bought one of our properties. So, well, it works out good. you know, it, it works out well. But, you know, it's one of those things where if the opportunity is there, you got to jump on it. And you're absolutely right. Regardless of what the market is doing, there's always opportunity to uh, to invest and, in, in, you know, for, for your long term, right? So, and, and you can talk about this too. Sometimes there's, there's an opportunity to uh, have a short-term investment. So whether it's a flip, right? Yep. Um, and other times there's opportunity for a long-term investment. So it, there might not be the opportunity for that quick buck on the property. If you buy it now and you sell it, you know, you renovate it, there's not much yeah, exactly. left over to make some money. But for the long term, it could be it could be a great property. And keep in mind, if I mean, if these houses are rented and they're they're servicing their debt, even yep. if you're not making money every single month and it's paying for itself, you're continuously paying down principal. I mean, in theory, these properties, you know, the values are going to keep going up. Sure. So, I mean, you've got instant uh, equity that way. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's totally it's a long term investment. Uh, you know, there there's a short term market out there. Yep. It, uh, it if you do it right, I mean, it can be very profitable for a lot of people. I mean, they're turning around, and you know, we've seen it. You know, just in this past year, where things have really, really, really boomed. You know, properties a year ago I saw get picked up, and I was like, oh man, I don't know. That's that price seems a little bit high. But then you see, you know, what's happened in four or five months when they turn it around and they, they absolutely made well. the money. Yep. And he, I it. mean, even if it's, you know, a, a quick flip, you make maybe 30 grand. I mean, tell me something where you're going to make $30,000 yeah. yeah. in, you know, a, a month yep. or a few months. two months. Yep. It just doesn't, uh, there's, there's not much where you can kind of get that instant gratification. Nope. You're absolutely right. Short of the line. Our generation loves instant gratification, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, okay, so let's take a break uh, for news here with Rusty Thompson. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about open house etiquette. Big question that people always ask us, right? Open house etiquette. Then we also have uh, our celebrity story of the day with Tom Hanks selling some real estate. So we'll tell you about mm -hmm. that and lots more right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Don't just take our word for it. Check out what our clients are saying about working with the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Visit DanJemis.com. The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800, continues with broker owner Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show this morning. In studio with me is uh, Sean LeBlanc, sales rep with the Dan Jemis team. And we also have Andrew Paper, our media marketing uh, manager with the team. And he's actually here on duty working today, however because it is our first time uh, trying to broadcast our show live via video feed as well as uh, live right here on AM800. So you can go on our team's Facebook page at uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash Dan Gemma's team. And you can also go on our website at danjemis.com forward slash AM800. And you can watch us as well as listen to our show uh, live, which is... Uh, Lots of fun. We've already had a couple comments on Facebook, so thanks to uh, those that are watching and commenting. So, um, now, why don't we get to the uh, Tom Hanks story before we get to our open house sure. etiquette, eh? So, uh, Hollywood power couple Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have found a buyer for their side-by-side -side homes in the Riviera section of the Pacific Palisades. According to Variety, one buyer scooped up both homes 
for combined price of seventeen point five hundred thousand dollars and five hundred dollars. A slight discount from the eighteen million bucks the couple were seeking. Wait a sec, seventeen million five hundred thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. Said I think you said seventeen hundred thousand. Seventeen million dollars. Seventeen point five million and add five hundred bucks to that. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, the neighboring properties on the desirable uh, Amalfi Rim came on the market in August two thousand sixteen. One of the nineteen thirties Spanish style house. Uh, one is a nineteen thirties Spanish style house with four bedrooms and four bathrooms. It was listed for eight point seven five million bucks. The other house sits on half an acre lot and has seven bedrooms and six bathrooms. The English style house was built in nineteen fifty seven and features a screening room and billiard room. Slash pub, it was listed for nine point two five million bucks. The couple reportedly bought the properties in two thousand three and two thousand seven for more than thirteen million dollars combined. They didn't make that much. Yeah, they only made what like five million. That's... They're better off investing their money in Windsor Essex and selling a couple years later. A couple years later, and although neither house could be described as a teardown, it's easy to imagine a new buyer raising the homes and constructing a large compound. Really. Hanks, who has is, who is snagged Oscars for his leading roles in Philadelphia and Forrest Gump, is one of the country's favorite actors. Wilson, one of Hollywood's most underrated talents, had a, recur- a reoccurring role in the HBO series Girls. Never heard of it. Nope. Never watched uh, And has been a cabaret singer in New York. The couple have uh, been married for almost 30 years. Now, what were you just... During the commercial break, you were just saying something about uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, if you, uh, if you Google Tom Hanks' movies... Yeah. I think I was over 30 movies of his that I've watched, of all the things he's, he's done. He's been in a ton of stuff, hasn't he? Oh, my God. He's been in a million movies. What's your favorite? Oh, you know what? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yes. The, Great one. So when I, was, when I was younger, when that first came out, um, I had created my own uh, surround sound in my bedroom. Yes. So I had connected uh, the TV through my stereo. And then I had connected like six speakers. I jammed them into two speaker outlets and then just <laughs> blasted the sound. So I had the old, do you remember the old floor model um, record players? Yes. With I the giant one. speakers yeah. on each side? Yeah, yeah. So I, I had found one of those and I used um, a sawzall and I sawzalled the speakers off. <laughs> And those <laughs> those two speakers were in those were like the first like speakers I had ever I had ever bought. But I played that I'd bring friends over and we'd watch the beach scene. Like I mean with deafening sound. Sure. So Great yeah, movie. that that uh that's kinda etched in my what brain. What's the one with the uh, with the plane crashes by himself? Um, Sully? No, no. That, no. They, I guess there's that that one too, but no, the one uh, on the island. He, um, oh Castaway. Castaway. That was a good one. At first some people hate it, other people loved it. I thought I, I thought it. It, I thought it was okay. I thought it could have been better, but oh, Andrew, Andrew wants to chime in. Oh wait, wait a sec here. I've never seen it. <laughs> you've, ne- you've never seen it? <laughs> never seen Castaway. Come on, never. It's a good movie. It's very long. It's like three and a half hours. I yeah, would have, fall- was, yeah, I would have yeah, fallen asleep an hour into it. It was it was a long movie, but uh, the the money pit is it's yes, funny. That's a great one. It's funny when you know how old somebody is because you talk about uh, the, the the the. I always say, "Oh, this house is a money pit." Yes, and you can tell who understands exactly <laughs> what you're saying. And if they're younger people, they're like, "Uh, what's a what's a money pit?" I'm like, "You never seen the movie Money Pit?" I'm like, go home and watch Money Pit. But then again, if somebody watches Money Pit, they may not uh, they may not ever want to buy a house ever again. Holy moly! So there you go, some Tom Hanks uh, real estate uh, news there, and 
Yeah, definitely go go catch up on some Tom Hanks movies. Great, uh, great actor. So, next, let's talk about open house etiquette, or just etiquette when in showing general. a house in general. Um, but you know, a couple of these are simply related to open houses. So, number one, have a game plan. If you're giving up an hour on a Sunday, you might as well set aside the entire afternoon. Research properties you want to see and schedule your day. So you hit up open houses in one area, move on to the next area, and so on. Don't kind of zigzag, zigzag back and forth. You're killing lots of time. And realize that in today's world, we're doing open houses on Saturdays, on Sundays. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's one thing I've noticed is the influx of Saturday open houses yep. is, has never been higher. I mean, it, is, it used to always be like it was Sunday and, you know, either 12 to 2, 1 to 3, 2 the to 4. The industry really switched. First of all, yeah. you know, I know on our team we're busy, so oftentimes we're, you know, there's all of us on the road and we're all doing, you know, a 12 to 2 and then a 2 to 4 and then yeah. a 1 to 3 and then... You know, on Saturdays and Sundays, and so it all depends on what on what's going on, right? Next, wear a comfortable and appropriate outfit. It's not a fashion show, so leave the Armani suit and Jimmy Jimmy Choo's at home. That said, a tank top and Daisy Dukes are inappropriate. Keep it reasonable. Plus, you're going to do a lot of walking through rooms and up and down stairs, so wear comfortable clothes and shoes. And okay, wait, I have to chime in on this. First of all, you're going into someone else's home. Take off your shoes every time. Take off your shoes. Uh, wear slip-on shoes, because yeah, you'll no. be sorry. Yeah, no laces. If you are literally, you know, bending down 14 times an hour to, you know. Well, we have we have some open houses where there might be, you know, 20 people in the house. Yep. So it's 20 sets of shoes at the yes. door. And if you're, you know, if you have to bend down and tie your shoes and, or, you know, big boots or something, it's, it's not functional. There's nothing I hate more than people keeping on their shoes. First of all, if you're, if you're debating keeping on your shoes, ask. Like just uh, come on, yeah. It, you someone else's home. You would think it would be common sense, but it's it not. definitely is not. No. Well, they have hardwood. I don't care what they have. Ceramic hardwood. Still inappropriate to just walk around the house with. I get shouted at if I have my own shoes on in my own house. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> right? Okay, that's my rant. That's my uh, seven uh, seven a.m. rant. Um, and sorry if I sound nasally. I've had this cold for like seems like two years. It's two years. Been a long, it's, it's been a long goes time. Away, it comes back. Rounding goes away, out from comes about back. two weeks. Uh, so it turns out eating candy all the time I is know, not, it's not the best thing. Not the best thing for your for your I, health. I blame Sophie. Um, our one year old, sweetie pie, had a uh, a cold um, a few weeks back, and yeah, I was kissing up on her. She's a cute little, you know. So I blame her, but it's it was worth it. Okay, next, be polite to the host, even if you dread dealing with real estate agents. Don't give the agent hosting the open house the cold shoulder. Smile and greet them. Sean is not going to bite your head off. Sean's a nice guy. Maybe. Maybe. Well, hey, I'm, I'm baking cookies for people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That should be an instant smile. You bake cookies for people. I've, you know, and I always keep saying I'm going to show up when you're open houses because you bake cookies. Fresh. He even makes them for the for the team sometimes. Yeah, the team is a little bit spoiled. We really are. Um, next, focus on the property. This isn't social 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 hour. So after you've greeted the host, get down to business. Prepare, um, uh, prepared sellers will hand out property description sheet with information like square footage, number of bedrooms and bathrooms, and special features. And uh, yeah, Sean, like we always have our sheets, our feature sheets yep. with our with our properties, right? Always uh, use it to take notes and check off things that you want to, uh, you know, as you walk through the house. So take a look at you know the furnace, uh, the central layer, the, the big things, the windows. But keep in um, mind that that realtor should know the yes. basics of the house. So I mean, even if you grab the sheet, I mean, give them a give them a quick test. You know, how old's the roof? Yep. How old's the windows? How old's the furnace? How old's the central layer? 
you want to know as much as you can about the property, right? First of all, it's going to educate you as you go through these, these properties, right? For sure. From one to the next. Uh, but uh, there you go. So we're talking about uh, tips and etiquette for open houses. Uh, ask before taking photos and video. So again, another big one. Remember, in many cases, the home is still someone's private residence. So before you snap a photo or pull out the camcorder, ask permission. So yes, oftentimes when we have the house listed, we have pictures and video and 3D tours of the property. But still, if this is just some open house you've just wandered through and that's not the case, yep. you should still ask. Be polite, just like shoes, right? Be polite and ask thing. somebody before you do, before you do those things. Uh, next, feel before you sit. <laughs> I love this one. Some homes for sale are empty and staged with fake furniture, such as airbeds and cardboard boxes and couches. Ask Kathy about this one. She's not here today, but she has sat on a cardboard bed before. I sat, and- on, a, I sat, on, a, sat on an air mattress once. Yes. I went into a house, and I'm like, I'm, I just had to just do something with my camera, so I'm like, I just rest it on the bed. And I went to sit on the corner, and then the opposite corner of the bed like went up like yes. six foot, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, they sleep on an airbed? Oh, shoot. So uh, make sure you check it's real before plopping onto the sofa or the bed. Yeah, like if you're testing beds, you know, it's already, it's already a joke, right? But yeah. Yeah, make sure, you, uh, make sure you feel it. Make sure it's not a fake. A lot of people use the, um, the DIY beds, right? You can buy at the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. At the stores and just to stage it and make it look like something, right? Throw some blankets over it, some covers over it, and, uh, and there you go. So next, look, don't rummage. Make sure there's enough storage space in the home. But don't go through someone else's private belongings. Check the width and depth of the closets, kitchen and bathroom drawers, cupboards and cabinets. And while you're at it, see if anything is broken or squeaks. Now, Sean, people will ask us, you know, can I open the closet? Can I open the drawers? What do you typically say? I typically say pretend it's your house. Yep, because Every you want to test it out. You time. want to see yep. what the storage is like, just like the article says. Yeah, I, right? op- I open the fridge. I know it sounds Funny, but yep. I open the fridge for every house I go into. Yeah, I mean, that, you could like, be I mean, you could be buying those appliances. Yep. So I mean, why why wouldn't you want to look at the condition of it? Yep. And oftentimes, I would say eighty percent of the uh, houses include the appliances. Oh, for so, sure. You know, um, so that's a good one for sure. Next, uh, hold the criticism until after you leave. This is a big one. Oh, okay. This is go a big ahead. one for for a new reason. Yes. So uh, typically, I mean, when I go through a house with my clients, I, I'm not going to say I tear it apart, but yep. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very vocal about what I see because my We're clients want to the know. Sure. They want to know what I think about a house. Yep. And sometimes the comments can be a little bit negative. Yep. And what I'm seeing now is uh, cameras. Yes. So these these Wi-Fi cameras and all these different houses. I mean, they're so easy to get. Yep. And I was ripping a house to shreds, and I look to the left up in the corner, and what do I see? camera and i instantly <laughs> shut my mouth because i could only imagine what the poor homeowner oh, yeah. was thinking yep. but i mean from a homeowner's perspective that what's the hardest thing for us to get feedback yep so i mean if i had an opportunity to put a camera in my house i probably would do the same thing yeah because i mean that's that's the most honest genuine feedback i was gonna you're say gonna to get. me that's that is absolute best feedback and yeah. you're not gonna get you know better feedback than that like you say but yeah right. if 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 the homeowner is home then i would definitely oh, yes. you know be, be respectful and you know not uh you know and that's the number one reason we like to kick homeowners out of the house right yep. because it's the only way we can be as open and honest as yes as possible. and so when we have our clients uh if we're working for for sellers on behalf of sellers if we have a house listed we always tell our sellers get out of the house yep do not be in the house for showings 
um, first of all, they're going to question you, and I want to have control, right? The team wants to have control over the information that, that gets, yeah. you know. Otherwise, you're going to spill more information than you should be spilling. You know, where are you going? What's your motivation? What's what's going on? And people don't realize, oh, I'll be careful with what I say. We're realtors. We do this for a living, and our goal is to try and get the best deal for our buyers. Yeah. So you bet if we're working for buyers, we are going to question that, that seller that's there and get as much information to help our buyer situation as much as possible. So we know from the opposite end, when we're working for a seller, get out of the house. We want to control the information that's going out. So, you know, it's, it's what you're paying us for, right? Absolutely. Uh, hold it. So again, so let me, let me actually read the paragraph, but Sean's absolutely right and actually mentions it. Like you learn in kindergarten, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Again, the seller still calls the place home, so don't badmouth it during the tour. Who knows who may be listening? The, uh, the seller, a neighbor, a friend. Baby monitors can be on, right? Uh, if you end up in a, multi, uh, in a multiple offer situation where price and terms are similar, you don't want the seller choosing the other buyer because he heard you criticizing his or her home, which is very true. Yep. Sellers will take it personally, right? Avoid TMI, meaning you divulging details about your situation, such as how your home search is going and when you need more uh, to move. While there's nothing wrong with little chit-chat, keep the conversation focused on the property and use your best poker face. Even if you're walked, uh, if you've walked into your ultimate dream home, don't show any emotion. There is yeah. nothing I hate more, you know, throughout the years, when you're with it, with your buyers in the seller's home, and your buyers walk in, and their excitement, it just yeah. shows in your face. I love, I love it. it. I I will pay any amount of money for this house. Yes, get it. <laughs> Good luck negotiating for me. Yeah. Uh, remember, remember the agent works. Uh, for the seller, if, the, if it's an open house, right? And so don't, you don't want to share any information that could compromise your bargaining position. Think Miranda writes, anything you say can and will be used against you in a potential negotiation. Always. Next in the, uh, we're talking about uh, open house etiquettes, uh, ask probing questions politely. It's okay to ask about the seller's motivation if there's any, uh, if there's any offers. Uh, find out if there are special assessments or any other fees. And it doesn't hurt to get the agents inside of the neighborhood and nearby schools. Sometimes the open house agent is filling in for the actual listing agent and won't know anything about the property. Or he she can't answer certain questions like those that fall under uh, the fair housing laws. This isn't estates, but we do have our own type of laws here. Uh, it can be frustrating, but keep cool and ask where you can get the information. So again, typically if somebody asks us information and if we're showing a buyer house that we're, we don't have listed, we might not have the information right then and there, but we'll get it. We'll oh, yeah, get the we information. Can get it. Absolutely. Right? I wish we had every you know piece of information on everything, but we'd be uh, full of all kinds of information that we don't always have. So, uh, next, listen to other buyers walking through the open house. They may be your competition, but they may know something you don't about the property or neighborhood, such as the uh, uh, the barking dog next door. Listen to other guests' reactions to the home and engage in polite conversation. You don't have to divulge details of your own search. You're just make them up, really. But you never know what someone else might say. And oh, like it goes without saying, any open house you go into, there's a high probability that some of those people in there are going to be the neighbors anyways. Yep. You know, they're just they're scoping out the property. What's, and... what's one thing we always say about open houses? It's often for nosy neighbors. Oh, for sure. Right? So it's funny because throughout the years, people will come in and say, oh, yeah, I'm just a nosy neighbor. Like, at least lie to me. Yeah. Just <laughs> at least a little tell bit. me you're genuinely interested in buying a house so that you're not... Because that, that's strange. I would not tell someone. I mean, just knows a neighbor coming to look at your house. Yeah. Um, and sometimes buyers or sellers do not want open houses simply because they know that nosy neighbors will come through and, you know, none of their business. No, but we can't control it. 
we can't control it, right? But uh, so there you go. That's uh, lots of information there. Uh, and again, thanks to those of you that are watching us live for the first time today on uh, Facebook. If you are on Facebook and you're watching us on Facebook Live, uh, go right to our page. If you're on the radio just listening to us, you can, you know, watch live. Go either to Facebook.com uh, forward slash Dan Gemma's team. Any of our personal pages, we are uh, sharing the uh, the feed there. You can also go online on our website, DanGemmis.com forward slash AM800, and you can uh, find us there as well, okay? So, when we come back, let's talk about a few more things. We've always got lots of things to talk about here. Always. Oh, Never run out of things. Okay, so lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the show. Sean LeBlanc, uh, Andrew Paper in studio with me today. And, uh, yeah, we are we are uh, broadcasting uh, video live today for the first time. Uh, if you go to uh, our website, danjemis.com forward slash AM800, you can also go on Facebook on our Dan Jemis Real Estate Team page or on our personal pages. We're all uh, sharing the feed there. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good um, you know, try for the first time, isn't it, Andrew? Oh, wait, well, your microphone's on. Let's just, what's that, Kurt? Oh, there you go. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, the first section there was a bit of uh, a few bumps in the road, but yeah. that was just network. But yeah, first we changed time. a few things, and yeah, we've been uh, we've been live since. It's so we'll be, we'll be doing this on a weekly basis moving forward. Every Sunday morning. Yep. Every, Every Sunday morning. Yes. Every Sunday morning. Until we uh, move on to the uh, morning drive uh, time slot during the weekday. Absolutely. It's coming. Maybe next Mike, Lisa, I'm coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, yeah, doubtful. No. no, I'm not waking up at uh, three o'clock in the morning like they do. Monday through Friday, it happened. Six o'clock no. is early enough for me. But uh, yes, so um, I want to mention a listing coming up uh, on Walker, Sean. Yeah, so uh, it's basically right at the corner of Walker and Pike Road. So one two zero three six Walker Road. Uh, this it's a really uh, nice property because it's about five acres, so it's nice. kind of right on the corner. And uh, he's got some great outbuildings. So there's, you know, there's a big barn. There's another little, you know, little barn type thing. And then like almost like a little garage. Sure. And then inside the house, uh, three bedrooms, uh, living room. There's like a, a nice little mud room, big kitchen, and a full unfinished basement. So if somebody's looking for some property and nice. looking for a house that's got, you know, a lot of potential, they had just redone all the hardwood floors in there. So a lot of the work has already been done in the house. But I mean, if, you know, if you've got horses or um, you're looking to do anything with cars or something, I mean, this, this property's got tons of potential. That's going to hit this week. We are definitely seeing more listings hitting the market now, which is good news for buyers, right? Yeah, and it's, it's obviously still not keeping up completely with demand, but we are seeing a, a switch finally, which is good. The Toronto market is seeing a massive um, cool down. It's cooling down in Toronto. Yeah, like my sister was saying, it was the, the first time she had really seen a house under 800000 yes. in a long time. So the people that I talked to in Toronto, uh, what they said was with this uncertainty in their market, yep. a lot of people were just like, you know what, I'm going to list, I'm going to list, and I'm going to try to gouge it as much as possible. It's like this last-ditch effort. So what we're seeing is those people that were trying to gouge the market they no longer have that ability to no. do it. So that's where, you know, you're seeing price reductions, right? So First of all, and I also have to say locally here, so obviously our market's been doing well for a while, okay? Um, it's not going to last forever, folks. Let's just remember that, right? Now, I don't see it stopping tomorrow. No. But let's also be cognizant and cautious that we are not trying to take advantage of a market because we are seeing people now being ridiculous yep. and just trying to take advantage of the market. And those people trying that, 
are it's not working out well for them, and their 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 listings are going to be affected, and it's going to affect you in the long run. So, yes, the market is hot, and you can get more than you could a year ago. Yep. But at the same time, people aren't stupid. You know, it's it's yeah. one of those things where you know, okay, you could have gotten two hundred thousand dollars last year. You're now listing at you know. Two hundred and sixty. Well, we're seeing people go like four hundred thousand dollars now, like double what it was. Yeah, just we, because we see, is... we see both sides of it. So there's there's people that are capitalizing and getting multiple offers yes. and, and getting high prices. Yes. But then the you know the other side of it is listing way too high, yep. thinking that that's the number you're going to get. Yes. And you're you're scaring a lot of people off. The people that are getting the most bang for their buck are the ones that are listing properly, listing yep. at market value. And then, you know, uh, the market is driving it up. But Absolutely. if you're being ridiculous about it, you're not going to get, you know, because multiple offers. Part, part of getting multiple offers is pricing your property in a spot where you can get multiple offers. Yep. If you price yourself out of, of a lot of people's ability to offer, it's not going to happen. You got it. Absolutely right. So, you know, just make sure. And again, if you're thinking of selling, the Dan Gemma's team will definitely come out and, uh, and give you ideas to what your home is worth absolutely right? in today's market and what your home was worth last year has changed in today's market so definitely give us a call and we'll, we'll tell you how you can do that on the Jan Jemis Real Estate Show you've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show an advertising feature on AM800 if you thought about selling or buying a home in the future the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week 519 566-5565. Local news is next on AM 800 CKLW, the information station. Oh, I've waited patiently in rain and hail. I've been through potholes big and small. Been covered in mud on the outside and those sticky, fruity gummies on the inside. And every holiday, I wear those antlers, even when we both know 